share this briefly with you, give us some hope. And guess what? This is still in our Jesus and series. How so befitting that we're, to, we're that all of this is going on and we're in a series talking about how you need to put your confidence and trust in Jesus. How everything needs to revolve around Jesus. Because let me tell you something. Life is life is life can be tough with him, but life is tougher without him. And really, life with him, while I go through stuff, it really ain't that bad because he's carrying it with me. All right. Psalm 16. Psalm 16, ladies and gentlemen, just to give you a, a background, um, some background information concerning Psalm 16. It is known as a, a, a miktim. It is um, normally translated like golden, some um, Bible scholars will say. And this was one of those golden type of psalms, like one of these treasured type of psalms. Uh, the reality about this, this particular text that I like of it is that David, being in a lens of a prophet, is speaking of the Messiah. You can also call Psalm 16 one of the, uh, the messianic psalms that really speaks of, um, speaks of and foreshadows Jesus. That's really what a mess messianic psalm is. It, it's what speaks of Jesus and his, and his coming, yeah. all right, and what, what things would be. And, and, and really, it's almost like he's talking, not talking as Jesus, but it's, it's like a symbolization of, uh, of Christ and, and what he is and what he does for us. You get what I'm saying? So in the very first verse, I'm just going to go through the verses and we're going to get out of here. It's only 11. It says, preserve me, O God, for in you I put my trust. All right. And you, I put my trust. He says to preserve me. All right. That that he he acknowledges and he sees that only God is the one who can preserve. Yeah. All right. That even and, and, and David writes this, ladies and gentlemen, which I find that is so befitting. He writes it in a time where there's a lot of circumstance going on in David's life right now. There's some challenges going on in David's life right now, ladies and gentlemen. And he's saying he's saying he's saying, oh, God, preserve me. Now, David, ladies and gentlemen, does not write this in a sense of complaining. He does not write this as a sense of, of making a complaint against God. He actually writes this as a way of praising God and, and praising God for, for putting his confidence in him. Yeah. All right? And he says, oh, my soul, verse 2, you have said to the Lord, you are my Lord. Now, here we have it that, that, we, that, that in this, this particular verse is really not translated right. It's really a bad translation because that's, this, also this verse makes it seem like that, that David is speaking of himself, and he's not. If you notice, he says, you are my Lord. My goodness is nothing apart from you. So here we have it in some translations. It says, oh, my soul, you have said to the Lord, you are my Lord. So it, it, Lord here has, the, has one of God's characters as L, meaning it speaks of the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, I, you, oh, my soul, you have said to the Lord, L, you are my Lord, meaning you are my master. Are you hearing me? My goodness is nothing apart from you. In other words, he's saying that he is not good without God. That there is no goodness that dwells within you and I. You get what I'm saying? I don't care how much you think you are good. Your goodness 
is nothing <laughs> without God. I'm just going to put it blatantly to you tonight. You get what I'm saying? That he said, apart from you, my goodness is found in you, not apart from you. What makes me who I am is because of who you are. Matter of fact, Paul, Paul, I believe in 1 Corinthians, I believe 15 or 12, or no, in verse 15, he was, says, I am what I am because of the grace of God. That is his goodness, his favor on my life is what makes me who I am. And he says, as for the saints who are on the earth, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. Their sorrows shall be multiplied who hasten after another God. Their drinking offerings of blood I will not offer nor take up their names on my lips. Here's what David is saying. I am not going to follow what other people are doing even in the midst of this situation. They, they're, they're, here's the thing. While I'm going through this troubling time, the troubles of one who is not assured in God are multiplied. Look at what's going on in the world right now. People have put their trust in the economy. They have put their trust in the government. They have put their trust in all of their worldly possessions and all of their worldly things. And, 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 and it's all being affected. And it's being impacted. Because what we have done is we've had Jesus and. Or not him at all. And the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, now we're in calamity and we're trying to figure out who to look to. Come on. Yeah. And what makes it even more a shame that we as believers in a time like this are acting as if we have no hope. Come on. We're acting like everybody else. Now, I'm not telling you not to use common sense. Come on, somebody. There's a difference. Please, don't go into a sick infested place. You're going to get sick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't do that. It's not smart. But what I'm saying is stop acting as if you don't have a hope. Our hope is Christ. He said, I will not do and be like all the rest of the other gods and run to all these other gods and this pagan worship. That is contrary of him. I'm not going to run to, where's your, see, your little positive meditations and stuff like that go all out the window once stuff like this happens. Come on, come on, come because on. where are you taking it to? Come on. That's right. What I'm telling you is tonight, David gets to a place and says, even while I'm going through this, I'm not going to go in, I'm not, listen, many are the sorrows of those who hasten after other gods. Come on. I'm not going to hasten. I'm not going to run to those because guess what? I'll be in even most worse position. That's it. Yes. That's it. I will not partake of what they're doing. I'm not going to do what they are doing. I'm not going to take on that. But in the meantime, what I'm going to do is ask God to preserve me. What I came tonight to tell you is that when your hope is in Christ and when you are not having it in Jesus and something else and Jesus and this and Jesus and the government and Jesus and Donald Trump and Jesus and, and the doctors and all of this stuff, my hope is in him alone because through him, he's my earnest expectation. Are you hearing me tonight? 
Because the reality is, if your hope is not in him, your sorrows are being more multiplied. And because when things are happening, and oh my God, I was at work yesterday, and somebody gave a call to my job, and they were talking about how they just got laid off because of all of this. And it's saying, what in the world is going on? People are being affected. This hysteria that is being caused through the media is causing people to lose their jobs. This type of this, this, this virus is, is messing up things and throwing people off of their normally scheduled programs because the reality is what we've been doing is not trusting God, but trusting in what we do. And so when something messes up our normally scheduled programs, we're thrown off. Are you hearing me tonight? And all of that is going on, but what do you do in the midst of crises? The real reality is the real test of your faith is not when things are going well. The test of your faith is what do you do in the midst of adversity? The real test of your faith is what happens in the midst of oppression. David was in a point of his life, ladies and gentlemen, that he said, you alone are my God. He, my God, you alone are my God. David was at a point, ladies and gentlemen, that even in that, I'm not going to bring myself to sin. I'm not going to bring myself to disobey God, even in the midst of this calamity. I'm not going to disobey God, even in the midst of this hard trial that I'm in right now. But what I'm going to do is ask God to preserve me. What I came tonight to do to you and tell you tonight is that you want to ask God to preserve you. Because let me tell you tonight that even through all of this that's going on, there is something that God will do for the people of God and preserve them while everything else seems like things are going on. Let me also tell you this. Can I help you tonight? That the children of Israel, they were still living in Egypt while God sent the ten plagues. They were still, ladies and gentlemen, they were still in Egypt while the plagues were sent. But guess what? While they were in it, God preserved them through it. Are you hearing me tonight? Hallelujah. While the deaf angel came to the doors, God gave an instruction. He said, put the blood on the doorpost. And then it come past you. Let me tell you something tonight. If you get into a place where your hope is in God, God will give you instructions, ladies and gentlemen, for where you're going through right now. That even while you're waiting for the deliverance, God is going to give you instructions on how he's going to preserve you in the midst of all of that. Because at the end of the day, you can put your hope in that and this. But if you put your hope in him, God will preserve you through it. Hallelujah. Why am I not worrying? Because I don't have to worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to take care of his own cares. It's going to come with his own troubles. But I know that my God, oh, El Adonai, he is a preserver. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's a preserver. Can I go deeper tonight? He is a preserver. He is a preserver of the saints tonight. Can I go deeper? It says, oh, Lord, you are my portion of my inheritance and my cup. You maintain my lot. You maintain my life. He says, in other words, that while all of this is going on, you have maintained me. Oh, my God. My God. <laughs> See, this is Jesus, not everything else. You have maintained me. He says, oh, Lord, you are my portion of my inheritance and my cup. Listen to me. With, with David being the youngest of all the boys. His inheritance would have been low. 
Matter of fact, in some historians, all the inheritance pretty much goes to the firstborn. But here he says that, he said, you are my portion of my inheritance and my cup. You maintain my lot. Verse 6, ladies and gentlemen, says, the lines have fallen to me in, in, in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance. Because he was not speaking of an inheritance of this world. Especially with him being the last born, what he realized that his true inheritance comes from God and God alone, ladies and gentlemen. That yes, I don't care if the pestilence eat away of the things of this land. I don't care if all of that is going on. God is my inheritance. And because he is my inheritance, he is my portion. And he says, of that cup, I will drink of. He says, ladies and gentlemen, I will bless, verse 7, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart also instructs me in the night seasons. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a night season that our world is in. But yet David said, even in the night season, God has instructed me. Oh, my God, help me in this room tonight. I don't care if it may be dark in your life right now. In the dark places in your life, God will give you an instruction. Oh, my God, help me in this room tonight. Hallelujah, that it may be dark around you, but God has given you an instruction. Here's the thing that I need the, I need the church to understand and the people of God to understand. That God, even in the midst of all of this, God wants to give the people of God an instruction. He wants to put a word in the mouth of the people of God to speak to every dark place in every region and every part of this world. God wants to give an instruction to you. Hallelujah. God wants your ears to be open that you may hear and get an instruction from God on what he is calling you to do even in this dark place. And you know what? Sometimes God will take you through dark places in order for him to really sit you down and steal the world. The reality in this from the night is that everybody wants to quarantine, but in your quarantine state, you don't want to hear from God because you have all of this stuff that is distracting you. And God is trying to get you to a place that if the people of God, if you want to be in panic, you better be still there because I got an instruction to get you in the midst of all of this in the night season he says the lord has given me counsel hallelujah hello my god let me tell you this from the night i'm not looking for counsel from the government i'm not looking for counsel from the cdc i'm not looking for counsel lord. the lord has given me instruction the lord has given me counsel my counsel comes from the great counselor being the lord god himself Hallelujah. And when you hear the voice of the Lord, and when you know God's voice for yourself, you can listen to the media and know exactly and discern with spiritual eyes and spiritual ears to hear what is a plot from Satan and what's actual truth. The reality is, ladies and gentlemen, there's so much information that's going on, and the truth is being commodified in all of it. So somebody say you better be woke tonight you better be woke tonight because the reality is the truth is in it somewhere hallelujah there's truth in it somewhere God is in there somewhere that even in the midst of that God has a way of taking something that is bad and turning it around for the God of them that are called according to the 
Are you hearing me tonight? Hallelujah. He said, God has given me counsel. Say, God has given me counsel. God has given me counsel tonight. I said, in the night season, in the night season, he's given me counsel. See, oh my God, you think that everything happens on the mountain, but it's in the valleys that you learn that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not watch. I said, even if he makes me to lie down in green pastures. Oh my God. He's restored my soul. Oh my God, yeah, do I walk to the shadow of the valley? I shouldn't fear no evil. How you learn to fear no evil? It's in the dark. Hallelujah. See, it's in the dark place where you learn and get instruction. He said, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Here's my instruction to you, TCF, tonight. As you go through this days, people are saying death to 2020. But I came tonight to tell you good news. Oh, 2020 is a good year. And you can't be distracted because of the enemy is bringing all of this on to muddy your mindset about 2020. But I came tonight to tell you it's still the year of the unbelievable and the unpredictable possibilities. Yes, this came out of the blue. It's to be expected. But guess what? God will come through it in an unbelievable way that God will heal in an unbelievable way that God is the vaccine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I will not be moved. I will not be moved. Touch somebody say, hold your ground. I said, hold your ground. Hold your ground. I need you to hold your ground tonight. When your hope is in Christ, I can stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I will not be moved. Yes, it seems dark around me. Yes, I'm worried about getting it and getting that. But guess what? I'm going to stand still. So somebody say, hold your ground. Hold your ground. You won't be moved if you hold your ground. You won't be moved if you put your faith in God. You won't be moved, oh go by God, because he alone is the solid rock. The solid rock in which you stand. I said you won't move if you hold your ground. Church, hold your ground. Believers, hold your ground. Stand still and see. Only will you see the reward of the wicked. Hallelujah. In your money, you better hold your ground. Keep working your business plan. Keep working it even in the midst of the night season. Keep writing your books. Keep doing all of that. I don't care about this coronavirus coming on. It ain't stopping my pursuit. I ain't living in fear. I got no, I got this bag to get. Are you crazy? I ain't worried about all that. It ain't gonna stop my pursuit of God. Are you hearing me tonight? He said, I have set the Lord. Come on in here. The real, here's the key word. I have set the Lord before me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If he's not set before you, I feel afraid for you. I would be nervous just like you because you haven't set him before you. The reason why he, he won't be moving because I have set the Lord before me. I have set him in a place. I am not worshiping a virus. I am not worshiping my current circumstance. I know you got 
got laid off. I know the money's acting funny. I know certain things are going around. And this is like the cherry on top. But let me encourage you tonight. I need you to shut the Lord before you. Oh my God, fixing my eyes on Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of my faith. Oh, for the joy that was set before He endured the cross, the spies and the shame. Shires. before I set the Lord before me cause he's a preserver he's preserved me hallelujah I said he's a preserver tonight and he said I set the Lord before me hallelujah that's why the Bible says set your mind on things above and not on things of this world. Because guess what, my, I'm going to be honest with you. CNN, the local news stations, uh, forget that. Let's go to social media. All of the different things that are out there will really, really want to get you. I, I promise you, it'll make you go fluctuating in your belief because of all of this stuff that's going out there. It'll make you go outside with a bubble suit on. I was about to do it the other day because I got time to get sick. But at the reality is it like Brandon. Get your mind together. Set the Lord before you. Tell, oh my God, put that junk away. Sometimes you gotta dis. Oh my God, detach yourself from it and let God work on you and let God be your protector and allow the angels of the Lord to cover you. And you gotta set your mind on things above. You can't set your mind on this stuff. That's why you're anxious. That's why you're anxious. That's why you're anxious. That's why you got a lot of going on. And that's what happens with all of us. It's because we get anxious. We get nervous. We're like, God, what in the world is going on here? Please help me, Lord. Hallelujah. But guess what? You got to set the Lord before you. Because even in the ninth season, weeping may endure for a night. Ah, come on in here now. But the joy, oh my God, joy comes in the morning. And let me tell you something. While the world may be in mourning, I tell you the church can arise out of the dark place and tell them that joy is still here. You can have joy in the midst of. You can have my God. Joy is not the absence of, oh my God, circumstance. But it's going to God for the joy of him preserving me through it. right you said I have set the Lord before me I will not be moved oh, oh my god come here Dom come here P push me try to knock me off my spot Hallelujah. I'm still standing. <laughs> Try to knock me off my spot. Corona can't stop me. Try to knock me off my heart. Bills can't get to me. I'm still standing. Hallelujah. Family, I'm still here. I weeble, but I'm still locked in. Why is that? I set the Lord before me. Did I look at him one time coming for me? <laughs> I didn't look at him not once because I'm not worried about that. My eye kept a straight view to see the goodness of the Lord. Guess what? You would have fainted. Yet I not seen the goodness of God in the land of the living. Oh my. Oh my. Come on, somebody say, hold your ground. 
All right, I'm coming to a close tonight. I'm coming to a close tonight because he is at my right hand. He's at my right hand. Say, God is with me. Come on, you better believe that tonight. God is with you. Emmanuel is with you tonight. I said he's at my right hand. Hallelujah. He, he's on the right hand. Why is the right hand? Because I taught you the right hand is the hand of blessing. He is at my right hand. That's why I will not be moved. Hallelujah. Because he is at my right hand. He is at my right hand. Here we go. Here we go. Coming to a close. He says, therefore, my heart is glad. And my glory rejoices. My flesh also rests in hope. Can I help you rest tonight? Can I help you rest? All of this stuff is disturbing your sleep. Rest. Some of you just say Corona is the cherry on top. I've been having stuff going on all year. The reality is I need you to rest in hope. He didn't say rest in doubt. I say rest in hope. Why? Because for you will not leave my soul in shield. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is why this is a messianic psalm. Because here it, prophes it, it, it prophesies and foretells that, guess what? That, that even when Jesus was in the tomb and laying there, guess what? He didn't allow, allow him to stay there. Hallelujah. He says that even though I'm in shield, it says, nor, he, 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 it says, nor, you, nor will you allow me your holy one. To see corruption. Hallelujah. Oh my God, help me in this room tonight. He said, I'm not gonna, you're not gonna allow me to stay there. He said, while I'm didn't say that he wouldn't go there. He said he just won't leave me there. Hallelujah. I said he will not leave me there. Hallelujah. He said, No, he will allow his holy one. Ah, the coma got to experience corruption. And that's why verse 11 says, You will show me the path of life for your presence is the fullness of joy oh my god your right hand on the pleasures are forevermore that's why jesus could do that because he rested in hope hallelujah knowing that his father would bring him back up the reality is ladies and gentlemen that while you may feel like you're down he says oh my god because i'm at your right hand i'm not gonna let you stay there hallelujah but i'm gonna bring you back up i'm gonna bring you back up hallelujah and that's why my heart is filled with joy that's why my heart is full with gladness that even in the midst of all that's going on in the world my heart is still full with gladness that's why I say God is still in control because he will not allow his people oh my God David said I've been young and I've been old but I've never seen the righteous my God I've never seen them forsaken nor begging for bread if you experience a layoff I guarantee you you will not go lacking because of the God of Israel he neither slumbers nor does he sleep but he covers his people oh my god he oh my god he showers the righteous with favor and i thank him for it tonight mm. because he is a preserver tonight and while egypt oh my god and while israel was in egypt for 400 years and they went through all they went through god preserved them hallelujah and while every plan came to attack them and tried to take out a race god preserved them can i come in here tonight and let you know i don't care whatever conspiracy is going on oh my god god will preserve his people tonight hallelujah mordecai 
heard of the events of what was going to do what they tried to plot against Judah and the people of Israel and until my God Mordecai came to Esther and told her you wasn't put in this position just to look cute but you are anointed for such a time as this cause God is about to use you to preserve a race to preserve your family because Jesus is your home And that's why we always say we didn't come to conform. We didn't come to conform because God has put something in the mouths of you. Ah, the teller we've been anointed for such a time as this. The teller world that looked your eyes to Jesus tonight. For in him is our earnest expectation. For in him, no oh God, that our hope shall lie and rest upon, rest upon his name tonight. Hallelujah. If you thought your little yoga was going to help you, it ain't going to help you here. If you thought your little meditation without Christ is going to help you, it ain't going to help you here. You think you're going to weed and lacing it up going to help you, it ain't going to help you here. I guarantee you tonight if you lace yourself up with the word of God and lace it up with truth, God will put you on another high that's greater than anything you experience. Shout it out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When times like this come tonight, it lets you know where people stand. And I came tonight as Joshua walked up to that man. He said, whose side are you on? He said, I'm on needle time. I'm on God's side. I come from the Lord's army tonight. I'm on God's side. And I ask you tonight, whose report will you believe? Will you believe CNN? Will you believe in SNBC? Will you believe Fox? Will you believe Facebook and Instagram? Heck no, I believe in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. I'll be like Mount Zion, planted. I'm there. You can't move me. You can't move the people of God. You can't move them. We ain't going nowhere. Look at somebody say, you better go rest. You better go rest tonight. I'm unbothered. <laughs> unbothered by it. I'm going to trust in him at all times. You people, and pour out your heart before him, for God is our refuge tonight. He's our refuge and strength. Come on, if you're glad about it. He's the preserver tonight. I said he's the preserver. He will preserve the brethren tonight. He will preserve us tonight. Stand to your feet. He's the preserver tonight. He is God with us. He is Emmanuel tonight. And who, my God, for the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I be afraid? We don't have to be afraid, y'all. I understand this is going on and we're not.